Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where inspiring stories are brought to life. This podcast is made possible by Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. I'm your host, Dr. Drew Flam. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today, our guest on the podcast is Grace Athletic Director Extraordinaire, Chad Briscoe. Chad has been leading Grace Athletics for almost a dozen years. During his tenure, he has led and built, renovated facilities, secured Grace as the home of the NCCAA men's and women's tournaments for the last eight years, served on almost every committee and in every leadership role within the NCCAA, NAIA, and the Crossroads League. What's more special is Chad's heart for using athletics to develop character. He's implemented a Character of Champions Summit for multiple conferences and is often sought as a speaker on the topic of character. Chad, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Drew. Great to be with you today. I'm glad that you could join me. We can social distance. We can do the podcast even through these crazy times. Yes, sir. Um, And as sports fans, and I'm one of those, this has just been a, a really weird eight weeks of not having sports to watch on TV, drafts, everything's just been different out of the norm for uh, athletes and coaches and and us uh, who love sports. And yet it's not the most important thing. And we all know that. Um, So tell me a little bit about your last eight weeks. What's it been like to just shift completely from Everything's going on to nothing's going on. I I think it's uh, many different ways to approach that. The first being is the fact that um, we actually showed our kids the movie Groundhog's Day a couple of weeks ago because (laughs) of the fact that I feel like so much of it is the the repetition of some of the same. However, you and I both know that it's every day is uniquely different. Uh, And uh, some days, I'll be honest with you, I've I've forgotten what day it was uh, because (laughs) of the fact you're locked into a certain day. Um, So things have had to shift. Things have had to change. And, and of course, the mission and the priorities do not change, but it just looks different. And, and many people, uh, again, ask about, well, what does look different? Of course, you and I both know there's no athletic events taking place. Right. And then again, when the school year, of course, just ended, so most of our teams are, are done, it just looks different without the games and the student-athlete experience taking place that we miss because it's part of our livelihood. It's part of what you know the experience of Grace College for our student-athletes have. So that part has really been missed. But uh, the honey-do list has gotten done a little bit of things that I've put <laughs> off for the last five years, which there has been go. good. Um, but uh, but it has been different. I have really enjoyed, though, I'll be honest, I was on an AD um, Zoom call just a, a few days ago, and we were talking about some of the things that you would have not have experienced. And for me, the opportunity to uh, tuck my girls in a bed and pray with them every mm-hmm. night, uh, the opportunity to sit and have a conversation with them after lunch um, and just talk about life and how the Lord is growing in their heart from what they learned on the online Zoom call at church on Sunday. <laughs> so uh, there's been a lot of moments that I think I, I really have been thankful for that in the the transition here or the absence of what we have come to know as normal, I've just it's been neat to see the Lord use some of these things, hopefully to grow us, but also to give us a, a, a little bit different perspective. So have enjoyed a little bit of the change. However, we've really missed a lot of the experience with our athletes and coaches and experiences that are so accustomed to normal for us at Grace, we've really missed those. Now, athletes, um, you know, you can take them off the playing field, but uh, they're they're still competitors. They still want to play and train and get ready for whenever it happens, the opportunity to um, show their athletic skill. What have coaches been doing to keep players who probably all have differing 
access to training opportunities? How are coaches engaging with their athletes and mm -hmm. keeping them fit and ready to go for when the time comes? Yeah, I, I think it's a great question. And, and the one word that comes to the forefront is just unique experience, meaning the fact that it looks different for everyone. So some may have a, a barn in the backyard that may have a dirt floor where they have a batting cage. Uh, some may have an outdoor basketball court in their community that is still open that they can go to. Uh, some have just a nice green space in the backyard where they're able to do some running. So I think everybody is trying to think outside the box, use what resources they have, uh, but also touching base our coaches with uh, Nate Wadley, who's our strength and conditioning coach, different ideas and things that they could do. And then I know Nate has put together all of the strength and conditioning programs for the teams in a way where they're able to maybe use some of the luxuries of home uh, to be able to implement some of these different uh, ideas of mm. being able to get the athletic training in. And then again, it's uh, a little bit more of kind of the you and I watching uh, Rocky Three when he got up at 5 a.m. in the morning and he had to go do it on his own, you know, outside <laughs> yeah. and I got to go, you know. And so it's not like the coach is hovering over me in a good way of that, hey, we're gathering together as a group. It's is about the um, perseverance as an individual of really digging deep and knowing that these are unprecedented times, historic times, that things have to be maybe approached and done a little bit differently. And so right. there has to be that internal motivation to know that I need to work. I need to get better, and so it does look different than being able to use the resources that Grace is able to offer me right now. And so coaches are doing a great job of motivating their kids, uh, continuing to communicate with them, challenging them to grow spiritually even in the midst of this time mm. as much as they're growing athletically. And so, um, uh, you know, great stories from our coaches on some of these uh, athletes and, and how they're growing. Uh, but also at the same time, yeah, sometimes, uh, you know, you got to continue to uh, – persevere and, and to help them develop it, but they've done a wonderful job with it. It, it is interesting, right? The the playing field is somewhat uh, even, right? Mm -hmm. That You know, mm -hmm. it's not your better facilities. It's not, everybody is kind of in the same mm -hmm. situation. Um, it's, you know, are you gonna do the little extra? Mm -hmm. um, are you gonna do the little unique uh, things that it might take to mm -hmm. make yourself better than the guy on the other team or the gal on the other team. Mm -hmm. um, very unique. Yeah. What What are some yep. – give, give us an example of one sport um, in, in your – how many sports are there now? You keep adding a lot. Yeah, I mean, what are you well, up to? Well, we're, if you keep adding, we're about 17 or 18, okay. depending on how you want to look at so it. Give so give us one sport um, and and what a coach is doing for training, you know, in that one specific sport that you have found particularly interesting. That's a great question because of being right on top of each coach with each development. Each plan looks different. Um, so one one that I would probably say right you know right out of the gate would be our, our our running. So Coach Pointer with cross country, Coach Raymond, Coach Kittle with track and field of you know mileage that they're supposed to put in during the week, the changing of interval training, uh, distance training, um, and Coach Patrick obviously with the COVID nineteen he's still running, get ready for a marathon. <laughs> so there's right. a lot of running for him, but. Um, but I know they've been very strategic in what that looks like. And then having the athletes encourage one another because they're having to run on their own. They're not they're not together. And so I know uh, talking with Coach Pointer, Coach Raymond, they've been really strategic in making sure athletes are communicating with one another, encouraging one another, and then sticking to the, uh, you know, the, the regiment. You know, they go in, put their miles in, what they got done for the day, how they felt from running that day, uh, maybe how they physically persevered through some things. So they're doing a really good job of just making sure they're taking in 
not, not only just making sure the miles are done, but w- what are you learning? How are you growing from that experience mm. as well? And so, uh, again, continue to encourage them, get out, get your miles in, even when maybe it's raining or, or in our case, in the last couple of weeks and when it snowed, you, know, yeah, you still go get right. your running in. Um, they, I think they've done a really good job with that. But, but across the board, all of our coaches with the strength and conditioning programs, I, I think have done a wonderful job from what I've heard and from what I've seen. And we appreciate Coach Wadley and all he does as our strength and conditioning coach. What um, – so ha, tell us the mediums they're using. Like are, are coaches regularly meeting as teams, mm-hmm. um, just working with students individually? Are they using mm-hmm. some unique platforms? Mm-hmm. Like you just said, putting in their ma- mileage. Are they mm-hmm. they're using some unique platforms to keep connected mm-hmm. to one another? Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about yeah. how coaches are keeping the, the sure. team strong. Well, I think it, it starts with us first. So that means as an, as an athletic department, we're meeting twice a week uh, with those wonderful wow, Google Zoom calls uh, for a couple of hours. And uh, of course, a lot of people think, you know, well, you know, what do you have to, to talk about in the course of, you know, two hours twice a week? And, and we have found that we've been able to fill the time with a lot of different things. However, what's great is that just continuing to develop relationships. You know, we've had everything from uh, wear your favorite jersey day to uh, show us a picture of when you played uh, baseball or t-ball or soccer in the, in the sixth grade. You know, so I, I think our coaches, it's been fun to really, you know, build relationships, you know, on a much deeper level through some of those experiences first. So that's where we've kind of really started. probably seen each other in some cases more you know, without through that question. than they would on campus. Without question. And also being able to just take time to talk and to, you know, share experiences, share some of the frustration, share some of the things, adversity, uh, some of the spiritual growth. We talk about, you know, sharing success stories, share some of the tough things, our prayer requests. So I think it really starts there because then the coaches are able then to take that and all of them are meeting with their athletes at different times through the course of the week, some maybe a, a more frequently than others, but all of our coaches are touching our athletes uh, each week. And of course, now that the academic calendar has concluded for them, uh, you know, being able to take the academics off the discussion it's now shifts gears a little bit about you know the strength and conditioning what you're doing how you're doing it so so again do coaches hold some individual calls with the athletes about you know hey you know are you in the not in the gym are you in the barn shooting or are you out at the you know are you shooting out at the uh, uh, outdoor court in your neighborhood those types of things those questions unfold however I do think another part of it is that our coaches asking hey our students how are you doing how are you battling through this? Because again, you know, all of us are going through this different. We're mm-hmm. all, um, you know, in our in our prayer life and and just our growth with the Lord. We're we're all approaching this differently. And I think our coaches have done a, g- a great job, as we've talked about, just you know, talking to your kids is just about life. How, how are you getting through this? You know, what are, what are you battling? How can I come alongside and help you? So there is that development piece that hey, let's get it done athletically and continue to grow. But at the same time, you know, the the spiritual, the academic, the social experience of growth in their life is is just just as is just as important to us too. You uh, you wrote the program on character and with character of mm-hmm. champions and often talk about character and you know we know that character is formed through mm-hmm. adversity. Mm-hmm. So what's the message you're giving out to coaches to athletes through mm-hmm. this time of adversity as it relates to their their character development sure well as you as you know and i appreciate you 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 bringing it up drew the the character side of what we like to say is that the platform of athletics allows coaches allows our athletic department to develop student athletes in every facet of their life and as we talk a lot about the priorities at grace and understanding what those priorities are for a student athlete is that the spiritual growth is number one 
academics, making sure that you get that diploma with your name on it. Your family is is, is important, and, and number three, and then number four becomes your athletic experience. And so we talk about the importance of understanding that platform of athletics helps our coaches develop all of these areas in the life of a student athlete. And so we really try to do our best. And again, we don't always hit the mark. There's times that uh, that we fail, but you talk about the word perseverance. Is that how does every athletic experience, a practice, a weight training session, uh, the adversity of having to do manual resistance work at home? How do all of these things help me grow spiritually? How does it prepare me for academic success? How does it help me appreciate the things that the Lord has given me? And, and also, hopefully, a deeper appreciation for the family component mm. uh, as well. And so we're just thankful that athletics can be used, as you and I both know, Every life lesson is taught in the arena of athletics, and so using those to develop our student-athletes in such a way that draws them closer to Christ through their experience, that prepares them for life after they leave grace, um, is, is a wonderful thing as an administrator and as a coach to watch unfold in the life of a student. So we're thankful that the Lord allows us to do that at Grace. One of the visible ways that we've seen that play itself out in athletics is through the men's soccer team mm-hmm. initiating this mm-hmm. COVID-19 fundraiser, run for 48 hours, wait, never mind, run for a week, (laughs) um, straight all over the world. Uh, It's just a neat way to see that character come out in a very practical way of looking not to um, how we can serve ourselves, but how we can serve others. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your perspective as the athletic director, you know, watching this unfold, getting involved yourself. Uh, tell me how that was for for you. Right. Well, first of all, thank you for running. Appreciate you yeah. signing up. You signed up for five minutes of a whole week. Is, yeah, in the middle of the afternoon, mind you. I tried to take as easy route as I could while participating. Right. Well, we appreciate you taking a shift. I know your boys ran a little bit with you too, so we appreciate we appreciate appreciated all of those who came on board with Coach Patrick, his staff, and and all the athletes who who um, who were a part of this. Which yeah, went far beyond Which, men's soccer. It even. did. Yes, a lot of our our athletes got involved and uh, support. Supported the men's team, and again the uh, the idea from Coach Patrick and and helping one of our student athletes uh, who uh, you know was from Italy and and had uh, was affected his family lost a couple of grandparents. It, it was great to see that we talk a lot about timing in all facets of life, timing with a recruit, timing with um, you know uh, something with practice or the timing of you know lining up with somebody and the, the light bulb comes on in a moment of academics and athletics. But the timing of this um, idea for Coach was, was really impactful just at a time as you talk about, hey, there's no games to watch tonight. You know, what's on TV? And so I think the timing of this of when the Lord opened this door is that it was, it was perfect timing. And the mm-hmm. Lord used it, I think, in a great way, not only to to encourage people, uh, to challenge people, but also to hopefully bring a, a little bit of um, unity, um, excitement, um, being a part of something bigger than myself um, moments. Uh, and so it was neat to see how the Lord just used it. And, and in conversations with Coach Patrick and Josh Newhart, as we're talking about all of the planning and marketing and getting the word out and everything, you know, the one big thing we always went back to is, Lord, we want you to use this for your glory. And how do you want this to impact, you know, and shape the world for Christ, not for men's soccer or not for Grace College or Grace Athletics, but how do you use this just to impact someone else's Mm -hmm. life? And so it was really neat just to hear the stories from Coach Patrick as people responded and as people shared their own stories. And then, as you said, yeah, we went from, you know, 24 to 48 hours to an entire week and how the Lord just blessed that was it was it was 
was a lot of fun to watch it unfold. So uh, great, great for Grace College, great for, uh, you know, men's soccer. Appreciate Coach Patrick and all of his work and all the athletes um, and coaches who hopped on board with and it. And how, what was the total raised in the end for? Right, right at $20,000. Wow. Right at wow. 20000 Yeah. And now we're in the process of dispersing that out for all of the people impacted by COVID-19, both in our community and in northern Indiana and across the country. And so it's been really neat to see uh, the uh, not only the outpouring support for it, but also the avenues of way we have been able to impact and shape other people's lives because yeah. of it. So it's it's been neat. Very, very uh, one of those God moments, you know, mm. to see how the Lord has used it in a mighty way. And so we're so thankful for that. I wanted to ask you a little bit about recruiting because um, nothing stops recruiting, um, including being home for eight weeks mm-hmm. and, and not able to be on campus. And and you guys have still been, quote unquote, on the trail um, doing recruiting. What does that look like mm-hmm. in this time frame? How do you mm-hmm. discover athletes? How do you have conversations? Mm-hmm. How does that work yeah. in this uh unique period of time it is yeah and and as you said recruiting we we i'll tell my coaches hey you get christmas day off we'll give you christmas day but other than that we <laughs> recruit 364 you know yeah. I, I never take a a plane ride or go somewhere in a car where i don't have grace uh, material or a t-shirt with me and you never know who you're going to run into right, and right. so i i think what has changed for the coaches is that you just have to shift the mentality of being able to sit down even with social distancing is that it's either through a zoom call or a text message or a graphic or something that you're able to that we have to send to them. You know, the virtual tour, which has been great that admissions put together with marketing was so key in being able to continue us uh, the opportunity to recruit at a high level with uh, prospective student athletes. And so you just had to shape, I would say, shift the mentality a little bit. And so our coaches have done a wonderful job and we really sat down in week one um, of when we uh, were, were given the uh, the directive of being at home. Okay, what, what does recruiting look like for us now? And so Josh uh, Newhart, our sports information director and assistant athletic director, really instrumental in getting a lot of graphics out uh, to our coaches. They've asked for a lot of different things to do to create, to send specifically to, to recruits. Uh, but then our coaches, you know, again, it's about, well, we're going to have to do a Zoom call. We have to do a FaceTime, uh, even if I'm just, you know, kind of uh, driving around campus and, and showing it to you on my phone, you know. <laughs> so we've done all of those things. And, um, and again, coaches um, – just you, you, it's kind of the same thing with making uh, halftime adjustments in a right. game, yeah, or you, you, you've got to adjust, and whatever that looks like, we have to be able to do it on the fly uh, and do it in such a way that, again, keeps us relevant and keeps us at the forefront with athletes. And uh, done more than one Zoom call with parents and student athletes and coaches just talking about grace. And so, whatever you know, ways that you have to find that you have to do it, we've we've been able to adjust. And so, uh, appreciate all the coaches and their resiliency in, in doing that. They've done a wonderful job, and appreciate Mark and the staff and admissions too of just how they we've been able to work together to continue to create uh, you know without any hiccups or speed bumps continuing to move forward uh, because as you know recruiting is the lifeline for uh, a lot of the things that we do and so we want to make sure we're doing it efficiently and doing it to the best of our ability what's the uh, what's the message you send to students and has it uh, recruits mm-hmm. has it changed <clears throat> at all you know through this period of time that we're all experiencing um, have there been unique aspects of grace mm-hmm. that you've been able to highlight? Uh, because of all that we're going through with mm-hmm. recruits. I, I think, you know, our coaches do a great job of, uh, of being able to articulate who Grace is, what we're going to provide for you, what does that experience look like, and knowing that I don't have a crystal ball where I can shake it up and show you what the next four years of your life looks like. But in this transitional time, I think what the coaches have done, at least in, in with some of them I've talked to, is that 
having our current student athletes be a little bit more of the process. A lot of times in the recruiting, when you get towards uh, the very beginning or the very end, you have your student athletes reach out, hey, thanks for coming, great to meet you, enjoyed my time with you, or at the very end, hey, we really hope that Grace, you know, is the place for you, you know, we're praying for you. Um, but I think through this process, some of the coaches have used their athletes because, again, athletes have a little bit more time, um, have a conversation in a one-on-one, -on -one, a little mm. bit like this with one of our student athletes. Let them talk about their experience, be able to pull back the layers a little bit more, ask some of those questions that you really want to know and dive into a little bit more about, you know, what's the academic experience look like? What does chapel look like? You know, uh, what does a social experience look like, you know, in Winona Lake? You know, so, so I think that's where I think our coaches have used student athletes maybe a, a little bit more. Uh, through this process, and it seems like from some of the coaches I've talked to, it's been it's been really good. But you also have to understand, you know, you get to this part of the year, a lot of our coaches, you know, the recruiting for 2020's class was was pretty much done, which mm -hmm. we thank the Lord for. Right. So now you really catapult yourself in, okay, what does it look like connecting with 21s and 22s, as we call them? So, so that's where, you know, the online virtual tours or being able to do the virtual, you know, admissions tour and those types of things have really become instrumental for yeah. being able to connect with kids now who are, okay, well, hey, I was going to come take a visit over spring break, or hey, I was going to come the minute school was over, and now I can't do that. So, okay, let's find ways where we can connect you with our campus community in a different way. And our coaches, have, I think, have really uh, used that to their advantage, too. Let me shift from talking about recruiting and those students who are going to come to Grace to talking about your seniors. Um, and I know, you know, these, these students become, um, over their time, friends, um, they become mentees, uh, and you, you grow close in relationship and, you know, they didn't have the graduation mm -hmm. or the exit, um, from grace that we mm -hmm. would like for them to have to celebrate all of their accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Some of them missed out on their last sports season. Um, tell me the, the ways that you really cared for, um, and engaged with those seniors. Mm -hmm. And, um, even if you have a story of one or two of them, I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the uh, athletic experience, you you never really know exactly how it ends. You know, you, you uh, every team wants to win their last game. And, and so when the covid hit and we knew that spring sports were going to take uh, a, a transition and not knowing fully what that looked like, um, our coaches were tremendous in how they went about caring for, loving, supporting, encouraging, understanding, trying to look at big picture, even in the midst of chaos and, and not really fully understanding why is it going to end like this. Um, we work with our what's called our Student Athlete Council, and we had several seniors uh, in that group. And to hear some of their stories and how they battled through the adversity and, and the things they felt like God was teaching them through it, um, you, you really could sense the one thing you love to see in the life of a student athlete is that when they get to the pinnacle of their senior year, you feel like at any moment's notice they're ready for the next step of life, mm. that we've prepared them for that. Yeah. And I think we could really see the next step of life really play out through this adverse moment of students really um, taking it in such a way, how can I apply it to my life just like a game? What do I learn in, in the game that I play? How can I apply it to my life in such a way that draws me closer to Christ and prepares me for life? And I think our seniors did a wonderful a wonderful job of that. Um, a, a couple of stories. Um, one is very close to, to our family, Lex, Lexi Williams, uh, a track runner. Uh, Lexi is from my hometown in Roanoke, Virginia. Her dad and I played AAU basketball together, grew up as kids, and she came and uh, ran track for 
for us and just a, a neat story of uh, someone who never thought she'd go so far away from home to get her college degree. And she babysat for our girls all, all, all three years that she was here. Um, but to see the transformation in her life, to see how she used the moment, there was never a moment where I felt like um, she said, why me? It was all about this is what it is. This is how I can use it. This is how God is using it in my life. And her outlook was extremely positive. And I always look back on that now because I know how it impacted my daughters, how it impacted my wife and I, that, you know, obviously she was a part of our family, but it was just one of those moments I, I felt like, okay, she's she's ready for life through this experience. And, and of course, I hate that it ended the way that it uh, ended for her, but I hope she's able to come back. And again, I'm looking forward to the October graduation for all of our seniors. I hope they're all able to come back. Yeah, but, um, yeah. but, um, but, I think our coaches have done a wonderful job of preparing our students for life, and it's and I saw it play out so much with our seniors through this moment of adversity, and and as hard as it is, and as hard as we obviously um, are saddened by all of the stories of all of the high school seniors and graduations, we know them coming in as freshmen even next year. You know how can that adversity that they've gone through as a senior help propel them to be a better student athlete here at Grace for the next four years of their life? So it's um, it's definitely been um, difficult, been unique, been different. But I also again have, have prayed that the Lord would use it in such a way for our seniors that maybe even three, four years down the road, we'll hear stories of how God used this mm. to shape and mold their life for Christ. So, um, but still doesn't make it any easier for our for our spring sports who are lost, and we uh, we we are saddened by that for for all of them and for our coaches as well. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm. um, I just so appreciate how, you know, whether we're talking about recruits or whether we're talking about exiting seniors, the message is the same, right? Amen. Um, yeah, yeah, we want to win. Mm -hmm. That's important to us. Mm -hmm. um, we want to do our best. We want to train hard. But who you are becoming in Christ and yeah. how you are prepared for whatever is next in your life right. is more important to us. Um, and th th that's whether we're talking to a sophomore in high school, mm -hmm. starting the recruiting process, or you're exiting um, as mm -hmm. a senior this year. And I appreciate yeah. the way that you lead sure. with passion and with character. Um, appreciate that as well. Okay, so I have to ask as we wrap up, um, I'm, I'm a bit of a sports junkie, as I know you are. <laughs> And April might be my favorite sports month of the year between the ending of the NCAA tournament and the Masters Golf Tournament. Mm -hmm. um, those are like my two favorite things. So, you know, slightly depressed on my sports entertainment, um, not to mention all the Grace Athletic events I normally go to. So what have you been doing to fill up the uh, the sports entertainment bucket? Mm -hmm. Any any shows, any movie recommendations for me that I can uh, get a hold of here and Fill up my uh, sports entertainment. Sure. Well, I think like you, I, 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 the junkie part of me really was uh, pulled back a little bit. And I can tell you my wife is excited <laughs> yeah. that uh, ESPN was not on every HGTV night. TV shows. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah. I have uh, gotten caught up on some HGTV. Uh, <laughs> that is for sure. But I, I have really enjoyed some of the old archives that I have. And again, I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but I've got a couple of big boxes of VCR tapes downstairs wow. of old games uh, that uh, I want to pull out and try to get them 
on DVD, so I've been able to uh, watch a, a few of those. And then some of the things that I had saved uh, DVR on, on my own TV, I've been able to go back and watch some old games from you know several years ago that I've had here and there. And then it's been fun to watch a little bit on ESPN as they've had some throwback games, if you may have noticed in the yeah, last yeah. couple of uh, weeks, some throwbacks. So I enjoyed watching uh, you know, old uh, World Series games and old NCAA game, and that was a lot of fun to watch. But for me, some of the old movies that I've really enjoyed, um, remember the Titans uh, actually is one that we've watched actually a couple of times. Um, the Natural, Baseball, Roy yeah, Hobbs, yeah. it was a fun one for me. I've actually gone back and watched that a couple of times. And then there's one that had just came out uh, on Netflix, uh, Greater, uh, the story about uh, the uh, lineman from the University of Arkansas uh, who passed away. He was drafted actually by the Colts, uh, was a believer and his story. And actually, my girls have uh, got into that. We've actually watched it now almost three times. A really neat story of his life and uh, his perseverance going to Arkansas. And so, yeah, trying to find the fun uh, athletic movies uh, that are out there and going back to some of them. But also, to be very honest with you, stepping away has also been very good. I, I've been able to get into, uh, as many of us, probably the Word a little bit more. I've been able to get into some of the, the readings that I've had on the on the shelf that I've kind of put off a little bit, and I've been able to spend a little bit more time with that. And so I've actually enjoyed a little bit, as much as I missed March Madness just like mm-hmm. you did, I, I uh, have enjoyed a little bit of this downtime of where, you know what, I'm able to dive into some other things that normally I would not have, uh, how do I say, taken the time to do because of the fact that, well, it's just easy to to turn on the TV and watch the next game that's coming on, which I have missed. So it's been fun to dive into some some different things. But of course, the last dance. I think we're all excited as we're <laughs> doing this filming. You know, we're coming up on the last week and excited for episode nine and ten on Sunday night. I've got my popcorn and I'm I'm ready to go <laughs> with, with the ending. So it's been fun. It has been fun. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing with us, and appreciate you taking the time to talk about athletics. And thanks to to you, Drew. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for all the work you do with the podcast. It's great to follow this and be a part of it. So thanks for the opportunity. And thanks for wearing your gray gear today, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Look good in it, man. Appreciate you wearing it. You that. always keep me well-stocked. Right. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for listening to the Gray Story podcast. Our music was written and produced by Dr. Wally Brath, Assistant Professor of Worship Arts at Grace College. And thanks to our co-producers, Andrew Palladino and Rick Neer as well. If you could do us a huge favor and rate, comment, and share this podcast wherever you retrieved it from, we would be so grateful. Until next time, live your best Grace Story today.